0: 2024, Mango Masala, we're back. Yes, guys, what's good? you tuned into Mango Masala, Pi Radio South Asian show. It's 2024, I've lost my voice. And to make things even better, we just recorded 10 minutes or whatever, and I didn't click the record button. I'm here with Simran.
1: It's 2024, yeah. (laughs) 2024 marks our four years of Mango Masala, and Carlos, our executive producer of the show just let me it's riverside
0: Riverside. you let me
1: yap on for 10 minutes about blinking new years
0: (laughs) just to summarize the simran story (laughs) i went to
1: oxford with my mom i got drunk and i was sick but you don't need alcohol to have fun on new year's kids it's overhyped stay at home
0: See, we could have done all that in like 10 seconds instead of 10 minutes. You were dragging it out.
1: Oh, I'm actually fuming with you.
0: My New Year's, now that we get to talk about my New Year's. I
1: get to yap on and it's not even recorded. Now we have to sit and talk about your. I know
0: what you did on New Year's. Go. So I actually went out and met my friends on the 30th. So I met with my friends, did like Secret Santa, went to karaoke for a bit. And I think that's why my voice is currently gone. In case you couldn't tell, and that was really fun, I didn't actually drink that much, but I was quite ill after it, I don't, I think I might be ill as well, if that makes sense, so I think I was just, the 31st, throughout the day, I was just like absolutely not, like, not feeling it, and because of that, I was like, you know what, I'm not even going to drink anything, like, there's there's no point, I'm not going anywhere, I was always just going to spend it at my wife's house of my uh, family, like, just chilled, like, it was just the kids at home as well, um, so I didn't drink anything, so I was completely stone-cold sober at the countdown, and yeah, you know what, I actually am here for it, like, I actually preferred being like, okay, it's new year, cool, like, rather than being, like, out of it, I will say one interesting thing that Simran said in her 10-minute rant was, (laughs) I don't know why I'm taking it. You
1: can't, you can't, you, you, you know what, you actually can't Forget to record and let me talk for ten minutes, and then screw off of me for talking for ten minutes. I'm actually I gave you ten not. minutes of quality content. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm deflecting. Or, um, you really are, yeah. Carlos
1: is. Carlos is really using his defense mechanisms right now. Let's let's unpack that.
0: All right. One interesting thing that you did said was how you spent the countdown in a restaurant. I do think yeah, that is wild. the people need to know that is it's interesting. Yeah,
1: it was weird. Like everyone started hugging. I was just hugging strangers at this point. Like it was just so strange.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm not. I'm not here for that. I'm not here for hugging strangers. No, thank you.
1: Oh, it was fun. It was wholesome. It was New Year's. I was theming. Who cares? <laughs> All right.
0: So anyway, I was completely stunk all Sober on New Year's. All right, we get it. it. was actually fine. You're better
1: than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: Learn from me. But we did spend New Year's watching, as in New Year's Eve, watching a particular film that is very famous at the moment. I don't know if you heard of it, Simran.
1: Is it Chicken Run, like Dawn of the Nugget? No,
0: I haven't seen oh. it. Have you seen Dawn of the Nugget?
1: Watched, uh watched five minutes of it and started crying. I had to turn it off.
0: Because it's good or bad,
1: it starts with a little baby chicken, and I just too cute, mate. I was honestly <laughs> sobbing like the animation, the little Scottish chicken knits it a bicycle. Oh, <laughs> it's just too much,
0: right? Okay, moving on from Donald the Nugget to a very different um film, Saltburn.
1: Oh. No, can I Google it?
0: Oh my gosh, Simran, you don't know what Saltburn is
1: i have seen people talk about it
0: oh my gosh oh my gosh right Simran, i need to figure out a way to tell you about this film without um being taken off air is it real no it's it's not real like it's 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 fictional film but it's it's very interesting
1: so basically someone gets obsessed with someone else jacob elordi's in it
0: that's uh, right, spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't um, seen this film yet and wants to see it. I would recommend maybe don't, and if you are going to watch this film, do not watch it with family. Is it uh, raunchy? In the worst way. That's, I'm just going to try and sugarcoat this as much as possible. The scenes of notes.
1: I'm probably not going to watch it. I'm actually reading some of it on Wikipedia and I'm a bit... Um, scenes of Notes, There is one scene where you really it- don't have to do this <laughs> i'm
0: not gonna <laughs> lie i'm just gonna stop you right there yeah okay but right, i'm not gonna say anything but it's it, it's something it's it
1: it's something I, if you really would like to know just wikipedia the plot honestly it's all there i don't know how much of it is there in terms of compared to what you watched but i'm already quite horrified just reading it
0: it was amazing
1: amazing <laughs>
0: No, I'm I'm being sarcastic. It was traumatizing. That did not sound sarcastic. It, it was traumatizing.
1: But is this so it's not true.
0: No, it's not based on a true story. It's just very messed up. Silence the simran reads the whole plot.
1: This is, you know, this is like, you have you seen those TikToks about um like people that read books and they read it and they're like ah! <laughs> that's me right now. It's not it's not even just raunchy. There's it's actually violent as well. Yeah
0: not yeah it's just a bit
1: right i think it's so weird when films come out and they're like they make you so uncomfortable that you genuinely just think like who wrote this how did this go through so many stages of approval to get like a cast and like a production team and people film this and no one was like this is really uncomfortable
0: Well i'm sure there's some deep meanings of all of it
1: it also—I don't know about you—but like, it makes me look at the actors a bit different as well. Like the whole reason why no one told me to watch The Idol, because it was going to ruin my perception of the weekend. Who, by the way, is true? I said this a couple episodes ago that he was making a film with Jenny Ortega, um, and apparently, it's got like a similar vibe to The Idol. But now it's a whole film. I don't know. He, I'm is not he, not, is he not alone? <sighs> maybe he's. Maybe he's got a point to prove. I don't know. He can do what he wants. In my eyes, just not act.
0: Anyway this film so what is this potentially ruins your view of jacob lordy
1: i don't really know who jacob lordy is i've just
0: heard of him right so you don't know who any of these people are probably then
1: no but like say it was someone that i knew i'd be like why did you take this like what this is so weird like have you seen the film midsummer
0: i've heard of it yeah
1: if you want to be creeped out watch yeah. that film yeah. Like, read, that I, film really changed my perception of the world for like two weeks. I felt really gross. This is what I
0: I don't watch these films, I just read the plot on Wikipedia. Yeah, I would not recommend unless you've got a non-sensitive stomach and are not in the presence of family or people that would make you feel awkward.
1: Or young children, maybe.
0: But the thing is, I yeah, definitely not young children. Is
1: it um graphic?
0: Bits of it, yeah. But it's like, I actually think that some of it is so ridiculous that I was actually, it was funny. You know what I mean? Like, some of it is just so, like, what the actual Mm. F is going on. that It's not like, you know, with, um, like, normal raunchy scenes, the reason why it's awkward is because it's that level of, like, sexual intimacy that you don't want to be around, like, your family for. But this is just so ridiculous that it's like i don't know i feel like it would almost go to the other level but now that i'm thinking about it yeah probably not
1: i'm just not good with that kind of content in the presence of any other people in general like i just get really uncomfortable it's like i'm it's like i'm like 12 again and i'm just like would
0: you rather have to watch this film with your mom all the way through or watch a five minute segment of this morning about clowns
1: the clowns what any ab- day
0: what about the worst horror movie ever
1: about clowns the whole the whole film yeah nah this this one this, salt, <laughs> this salty film <laughs> salty <girl. laughs> oh because oh, i you know what i've seen things about it and i just scrolled past i didn't get it i don't know what it was about now oh. i know thanks for that uh,
0: you know what's funny as well is that obviously it's such a big thing everyone's like watching it talking about it and the final scene of the film features Sophia the murder on the dance floor. Yeah. And because of that, the song is set to re-enter the top 40. Oh, no. And it's like there's so many like Gen Z people that are like, oh my gosh, never heard this song before. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, they are. And then, then you've got conversely, you've got all of the, like the millennials that are all like, oh, people don't appreciate this yeah. song. I knew this song from back in the day. Blah blah blah. It's like um, Kate Bush running up that hill all over again with Stranger Things.
1: But even I didn't know that song.
0: Yeah, but that's that that's a bit more understandable because that is literally from the eighties. Mm.
1: like where when did this, when did Murder on the Links come out? Two thousand one. Oh, you know, I would have guessed, like, 90s, like, way earlier than 2001. Uh. But at least I know that song. I feel like I have opinions on this. I feel like I grew up around a lot of people who made it their duty that I knew songs from before I was born, right? However, if you don't have people like that around you, you're not going to go back and listen to those kind of songs. So I feel like you can't say to someone who's born in 2005, like oh, you don't know Murder on the Dance. Like, you can't get mad at them because when they came, when they were born in 2005, there was already such a wealth of music. And then within like, what, six years, seven years of them being born, you had streaming platforms, which had like probably Taylor Swift and like, I don't know, whoever was popping back in like 2011, 12. Um, so I feel like you can't get mad at them. No, and it is also just like- a different age. It's a different era. You intro. don't
0: really register- music in that way like until a certain age anyway so say even people that are born in like 2005
1: until they even became like sentient enough to like have their own music taste and like access platforms and stuff because like I feel like until I was like 13 I didn't listen to music unless it was like on in a shop or my mum put it on or something like or in the radio
0: I I think I had a really weird thing of that as well because I think I got introduced to a bit of music that maybe other people of my generation wouldn't have known about because yeah. of the type of stuff that my parents listened to but at the same time because I didn't really have the normal kind of tv on in the background upbringing in the sense that there was that wasn't really what I I just had a load of VHS as it wasn't really like having the tv on and also my family like never had the radio on Um, there was always kind of cds and stuff so I it wasn't until a certain age that I actually was able to start catching up with the like new music in that sense. Mm. So there's a lot of music that I now enjoy that a lot of people from my generation know because it came out when we were in primary school. But I don't actually remember it from them because I yeah, just yeah, was yeah, completely yeah, yeah, yeah. shut off from it apart from if we're in, like, public settings, like, like I can remember hearing certain songs, like, at, like, birthday parties, just to be like, oh, this is really cool, and then, I like, I didn't actually know what the song was called until, like, way later on. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that one. Like, I heard it, like, once in, like, 2005. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's what I mean. I feel like you can't get mad at anyone just, cause, just simply because they're younger than you. But what I will say is weird. I feel like... Me and you, in terms of, like, just rap music, we grew up when, like, rap music was still what I think a lot of people older than us would consider good. No, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I think what a lot of people think is, like, early, the 90s and the 2000s, rap music is, like, what real rap music is. And then maybe in the 2010s, it kind of evolved into, like, trap and, like, rap slash pop and things like that. Well, that, be- that
0: that became... What rap is associated with? Yeah, like, I feel it's like it's very it been mainstream. Around, like, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, because now it was like very mainstream with like Travis Scott, the Migos, Future, like artists like that that made like trap really famous. But now I think it's weird because now you have people like Yeet and like Ken Carson and Destroy Lonely and like Playboy Carti and stuff. And they've made like a whole new like genre. And I don't even know what the name of the genre is, but like it's a whole new like sound. Like it's kind of trap, but it's also low-key like rock, if I can even say that. Mm, with like really heavy, like rap bass line. Yeah, that stuff's that stuff's different. That's a whole different sound. I was listening to it the other day. Found a playlist on um Spotify and just shuffled it, it had like a thousand songs on it. And I was like, oh, this is different my little 12 year old travis scott fan inside me is screaming like does kind of like it but it takes it i think it's too far for me
0: it's just so weird because like the next the generation beneath us like our kids kind of generation
1: not even not even not even our kids i mean like kids who are like early teens now
0: Yeah, because I'm thinking about it as well because the concept of, like, popular music has only been about since, like, what, 40s, 50s? And we, like, look back at, like, say, like, Elvis Presley, the Beatles in the 60s, all of that, like, has that been, like, kind of classic, like, pop music sort of thing from back in the day? But I just wonder how long that is going to stand the test of time. you know what I mean?
1: I don't know, because I think, like, Drake's presence has been really constant for the last like 15 16 years i would say
0: what's 50 what, 2008
1: what's 2009
0: 2008 i think definitely since 2000 and like ten, eleven. 11 i think that's the
2: key like, yeah when he was whenever
1: take proper. care yeah. came out 2011 yeah, whenever that came yeah. out maybe since then right and that's kind of been what's classed as like popular music i think in terms of rap anyway yeah And that's kind of changed the sound. And people, I know a lot of people don't agree with that being rap. They think it's pop. And then obviously people compare him to like Michael Jackson, which I don't have an opinion on, but numbers don't lie. But it's two different ages.
0: In terms of like levels, like potentially, I don't know, but in terms of talent, I wouldn't go there personally
1: drake's gonna take our microphones away drake's,
0: drake's not gonna do anything drake's not <laughs> listening to mango masala let's be honest oh,
1: wish he would complex came out with top 50 uk rappers of all time or 2023 i can't remember i've never seen a bigger miss of a list as you can guess who do you think they put as number one
0: well the thing is like all time in 2023 that could be two very different lists
1: But basically, they put together a list of top fifty UK rappers. Complex, the American company, yeah.
0: I don't. Did they put like um, Central C and Dave at the top? I don't know. Very,
1: they were very close at the top.
0: I mean, if it if it's twenty twenty three, I I I can like I understand why they would have said that.
1: They left out so many actual important uk rappers or the real big ones were like in the 40s to 50s bit like they were just like way back in the list it was of all time the list okay right well that is a lot of people that you think would be really like sneakbo is 46 k coke is 45 estelle was 43 abelino's 39 who's number one try and guess Stormzy. nah close though skeptic yeah which is fine i'm not mad about sceptre being number one
0: the thing is these lists are always gonna be like not correct because we are always gonna have different
1: opinions aren't we nines at number 12 and dizzy rascal at number 13 dizzy rascal d double e at 415 oh central c got 20 if that makes you feel better
0: i like, really don't feel like i can comment on this anyway
1: you're gonna put central c above like avelino and like, gets is mad.
0: Depends what you're measuring it
1: that, on. Yeah, that's what they don't specify.
0: Because realistically, in terms of commercial success, I would say that Central C probably has them better than Avellino, definitely.
1: But it's mental that, like, like, well, we've spoken about this before, but like, the influence of TikTok on like, a song or an artist's success is crazy. Actually, I was wondering why this was someone the other day. Have you seen like, when Brent fires and like, um, what's that other guy's name? Heartbreak Anniversary, Givian. Yeah. Um, when they do concerts and they sing, basically for the whole concert, like everyone's quiet and then they do like Heartbreak Anniversary or Brent Fierce does like, I can't remember what that song was called, the London one or somewhere in London or something. Um, and people literally, they just start singing for those two lines in that song that is TikTok, TikTok famous, TikTok. Right. and then the whole rest of the song, is silent. The whole rest of the concert, they're silent. I'm like, oh, I would hate for that to be my legacy. And it's, it's not the even their is, fault. Though. That's their legacy.
0: It's just that's the way it is, though, isn't it? Like, what can you do? That's
1: rough, though. Anyway. Anyway.
0: Speaking of people doing stupid things, start of the year or end of the year obviously there's a lot of that kind of related content online and simran i know you're a fan of lists and whatnot um i'm sure some some bizarre lists i've seen (gasps) are people that have like took um details of their bowel movements throughout the year and then
1: (gasps) oh i did a 2023 wrapped of what my bowel movements
0: Right, okay, right. Th- these type of people that do that. Um, I, I, by I that, I mean,
1: by that, I just mean I count in how many there were and how many that ended up being on average per day. Anyway, didn't ask.
0: <laughs> Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, so I've seen stuff like that. I've seen like people that do like predictions for 2024. But the thing that I really can't get on board with is people that publicly do death guesses so there's people that actually
1: that's not what i was expecting you to
0: say yeah they they go on twitter or whatever social media platform and they will write a list of however many people like celebrities mainly that they predict are going to die and then the game is if that it's celebrity the dies then they get a point and i just look at that and i'm just thinking like if if I was a celebrity I know celebrities are probably quite far removed from what people are saying but if I saw that and someone was actually playing a game it which involves like if if they die then that's like a win for them. I just think that's so weird.
1: The process of like, first of all, the concept itself is disgusting, but the process of like gamifying, it makes it really sick and it shows how much we don't treat celebrities like humans with families. Mm. Like I get how it's easy to look at someone like Beyonce or like Kim Kardashian, for example, and forget that she's, like, a human being, which is horrible in itself, but, like, because they're so famous. But then you look at people that aren't as famous, and that they genuinely... Like, look at, like, Matthew Perry, how devastating his death was. Mm. There was a whole, like, friendship circle, and, like, a community of people who knew him personally that was so devastated by his passing, not to mention the, like thousands, if not hundreds, thousands, if not millions, of people that were devastated by his passing. Yeah,
0: and are you gonna tell me that if someone had done this for twenty twenty three and had popped Matthew Perry that they would be there at the end of the year being but like, exactly. Yes, got it right. Like... But my
1: thing my thing is, is that first of all, it's just chronically online people again. I have a big run about this. And I, I actually have I saw another thing on the internet today that really annoyed me about people that are online all the time. <clears throat> but um it's I just it's just shock baiting though, isn't it? Like it's just being able to say on the first of Jan these are my 20, I don't know, predictions. And then people, and it being someone like maybe really important, like really, really famous, and people that someone that people love and look up to, that people just to, just for the shock factor. And the chances are you're probably not going to get any of them right, or you might get maybe one or two right. But the rest of them, everyone's going to forget about. No one's coming back to your Twitter page on December 31st, being like, oh, I'm going to do some bingo on that, how many this person got right by the yeah. end of the year.
0: Apart from you and then when you do that, that's really weird. Like coming back and yeah, like, like seeing, oh I got this one right. Also I've seen that a number of people um I think the concept is just really bad in itself. Um that being said, obviously there are some that make more sense as to why people would choose to include them, like people that are maybe more elderly. It doesn't make it right that they're doing this, but that makes more sense. But then also I've seen people that will include um it's very obvious that they're just including people that they don't like and like i for and i'm not a fan of them anyway but i'm not gonna go out and like publicly speak into existence that i am hoping that they die this year do you know what i mean like <laughs> the
1: internet you know the internet has gone like way too far
0: no. well i would like to speak on this as well let's segue into gypsy rose blanchard do you know who that is
1: i know a little bit i did some reading Right. I learned how to read and then I read up on it.
0: Well done. So for those who don't know, Gypsy Rose Blanchard is a woman who was basically tricked by their mum for the majority of their life into thinking that they were ill. What are you are you relating some no, rose No, I
1: <laughs> I know I know this. I know I know yeah. her.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so, so she was basically tricked by her mum into thinking that she was ill for the majority of your life and have these allergic reactions all these conditions that sort of thing there is a particular name for this but I'm is it
1: like sure munchausen by proxy syndrome something like that
0: something like psychology stuff here but there's yeah. a film on this
1: i don't know if it's actually exactly. based off gypsy rose's life
0: no, there is there is like it's it's literally like a i can't biopic. remember what it's called now no but it's got um, joey king in it
1: it's a good film i've seen it twice
0: all right so you do know it's literally that is the film Like that's yeah, Munchausen
1: by proxy syndrome.
0: Yeah, but she basically started figuring out that her mum was basically because she she was like 20 in early 20s when she started figuring out that actually her mum was basically lying to her that she wasn't actually ill and was just kind of like keeping her like basically on house arrest for no reason. And she started chatting to this guy online and then eventually convinced the guy to, um murder her mum they actually met up and he did murder her mum they were on the run for a couple of days and then they got arrested i think she got i think second degree murder he got first degree murder so he is spending his life in prison however she has actually got released in the final few days of 2023 so now she is back out in the world and people are so crazy it's so weird like they're, they're completely just like for need of a better word mothering her like, do you know what I mean? Like, in terms of like turning her into this icon of like, yes, gypsy Slate, Like,
1: oh, mothering her like mother, not like yeah, mo- not not, like...
0: not 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 like being the mother, like oh, treating right. her as mother. Like, it's just so like it's just it's just so weird because I I understand like, and I I don't think that the um the film. No, I haven't actually seen it. I've seen clips of the film, but I understand the film might be good, but I don't think the film, film will have will have helped in this sense because it it, no. it helps people to kind of like trivialise this whole issue. When at yeah. the core of it, although um her mum obviously was in the wrong and was really weird and should have probably faced charges for what she was doing to her child, that does not justify this um these people killing her. <laughs> like mm. it, it can never be justified and at the end of the day like she's back out in the world that's fine she should be able to like live her life if they believe that she is safe she should be able to go about and start a new um life of freedom whatever but it's the fact that people are kind of turning her into this martyred celebrity which is all a bit of fun but at the same time it's like this person literally is responsible for their mother's death like, I do
1: think it's weird that, like, she has been treated like... A, like, I saw a picture of her taking a selfie. Something about trying to see Taylor Swift at, like, a sports game yeah. or something. Um, I think it's weird making them a celebrity when they're in the news. There's a difference between celebrity news and news, you know? Like, mm. news is news. Whereas celebrity news is, like, Kim K wore this designer at the Met. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just... they uh, It really speaks on, like, the fact that, you know, people... Have you heard about the concept of, like, a third space? How people usually have, like, home, work, and then a third space. Like, the gym, or, like, how community centres used to be really popular. And we've kind of lost that. And for a lot of people, the internet has now become their third space. And because everything is so gamified, everything is so virtual, everything is so disconnected, we no longer actually realise that there are real humans out there. Mm. And, like... Kim K doing something is akin to like Gypsy Rose Blanchard doing something now because they're so far removed from where this person could be in their lived experience that like that person in their eyes is now a celebrity, and like the the use of like lingo like being like oh slay queen free her I'm just like I don't know man like it's a it's a very tricky situation something that no one would understand unless. That you were in their shoes, or you were directly associated with it. I think the film did a good job of raising awareness of that syndrome, despite the fact that it's really rare anyway. But like the in, the film did a good job, but it was also dra- dra- dramatized, dramatized, yeah, um, quite a lot, right? Because obviously it was a film it was for Netflix, like, um. So I feel like you can't, like, take... Just because it's a good film doesn't mean that you now can, like... She's not... She wasn't acting in it. She, yeah. she, she, it was her real life. You can't yeah. take that away from her.
0: Also, she's obviously gone through a lot of trauma herself. I mean. like, Where's
1: the compassion for the fact that, like, she had gone through that. She was so... I'm not justifying what she did. But, like, obviously she was in such a low position to consider and execute what she did to her mum. Not justifying it. But... And then she's also been institutionalised for like eight years, I think, she was in prison for?
2: Yeah. Maybe I longer?
1: Think,
0: yeah, hmm. maybe ten, I'm not sure. Like, something around that, yeah.
1: Like, so then she's come out into this whole new world, I think, 2020, 2016 to 2024 are two very different years. We've yeah. had a whole pandemic.
0: Plus, you've got the fact that um, for the entirety of the first two decades of her life, she was so sheltered and didn't exactly. really have... This, so, and this, You can see now, she, even if she's older than us, she's very clearly not... All their development-wise, because of the type of upbringing that she's had,
1: as you would be though. Yeah, yeah. The internet is so weird. People have like too much liberty of like their voice. I think like comment. Not to sound
0: authoritarian, but not to
1: sound like I'm censoring anyone. But like the comment sections are scary sometimes. You know, like the comments that get. Have you okay? This is a good example though. Like, have you ever seen a video? Formulated your opinion, gone on the comments, they're the opposite to what you're thinking, and you're like, ah, um, okay, yeah, sure. And then you like take on their opinion. Maybe I sound like yeah. a right sheep saying no, that. No, like but...
0: not not to the extent that I would like completely switch, but definitely the extent that it's persuaded me sometimes. Yeah. I understand,
1: like, okay, public discourse is important. You should have like access to both sides of different viewpoints, and that's why, like, what I just said, like, it's a good thing to an extent, but if you're always going along with like what the majority opinion is in a comment section, you have to think about the kind of people that are writing those comments too.
0: Yeah. Chronically online.
1: Can I say one more thing? This is not a gypsy Rose Blanchard. God. I saw this thing. This, uh, did you see it? I think it just kind of broke today. It wasn't big news, but basically a uh, man and his daughter were on like a flight She was sitting on the seat in front of him and she wanted to put her head down on the headrest, but it was uncomfortable. So, for 45 minutes, he sat with his hand like that and she had her head like this against the headrest so she could sleep. He just sat there, right? There's nothing wrong with that. That's quite a loving moment between a father and a daughter. I think that's quite sweet. He sat there for 45 minutes straight. You would do, I feel like a lot of people would do that for their kids people on the internet were like oh like surely you can just ask for a blanket roll up a hoodie bam problem sorted no need to be doing all this like I was like people just really want a reason to be mean and negative and just bring people down that's why I'm kind of over like reading comment sections at the moment because there's always someone that's gonna like harp on something really irrelevant and try and just like bring the whole vibe down
0: I think it depends on the context. Was it the actual man himself who recorded it? Or? No, Stranger. Yeah, well, if it, it obviously, if it was the man himself, that's a bit like, come on, like, you're obviously yeah. doing that, like, like...
1: Don't get me wrong, like, people were like, oh, cute. And then I think the debate started about, like, why would you do that? And then that brought on more people defending the man being like, I've got kids, I would do that for three hours if I had to, like, which I thought was, like, kind of nice as well. Mm-hmm. Um so like oh I don't know when people know. Yeah, you're
0: right. It is common because it's very different from actual discourse because it's not one person speaking, another person replying, one person speaking, it's thousands of people commenting all at the same time. And again, and again, like it's yeah.
1: And also it's very easy to hide behind fake accounts or private accounts. Or even just hiding behind like liking a comment, you know, because no one's gonna go through a comment that has twenty three thousand likes to see if you've liked it.
0: In other news, Simran, any New Year's resolutions.
1: I don't know, I feel like I could honestly talk for like an hour about my New Year's resolutions. But basically, I don't have any.
0: You don't have any, but you could talk for an hour, okay.
1: Yeah. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. Cause I think yeah, it's just fair. silly. Yeah. I don't I'm not a big fan of like mood boards and vision boards and stuff like that either i respect it if it works for people i've just never seen that value in it for me it's not that i i don't basically i don't think things magically change because it hits midnight on january 1st right i don't think you become a different person i don't think like, your life circumstances change so what's the point in then sitting down other than the fact that maybe the new year gives you like a symbolic opportunity to take time out and do that fair enough but you can incite change at any point in september if you like you know like you can do it whenever you want you don't have to wait till january to become a better person i just do have some like goals for the year and most of them involve like work really more than anything i just want to prioritize me this year okay that's
0: that's fine yeah if it was going to be like oh i'm going to do this many spreadsheets for the year then like no that would
1: be really sad
0: yeah but also it's not that unbelievable simran given your previous
1: no um... but do you know my previous whatever you about to say i'm basically trying to do the opposite of that good that's my well, that's New Year's kind of, not resolution, but, like, I don't know what the word is. It's just my vibe. It's just my vibe is to work less, man. What's the point in burning myself out? The, yeah. the vibe for this year is not being burnt out. It's putting yourself first. And it's doing new experiences and trying new things and meeting new people and going to new places.
0: I'm moving to Manchester. What? 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 My New Year's resolution is not, like, a resolution, like, per se, but over the Christmas period, I actually started watching EastEnders from scratch. No, not from scratch. Do you think like,
1: anyone's ever done that?
0: I've I've won. I've really considered it, like starting Corrie and EastEnders from scratch. Wow. But like, I've just like I I don't have the time. Maybe when I'm old, but by that point it'll be a ridiculous amount. Anyway, <laughs> the reason why I started watching EastEnders is because I don't know if you've seen like with like your family watching it, but um the whole the six storyline like basically one of these six women killed one of these seven men on christmas day and they showed a flash forward to it back in february and then on christmas day of 2023 they revealed who it was and it's it's actually insane like it's all been building up to this point and i keep i kept on soaring on socials and i was like okay i'm actually invested i want to see what happened I started watching and then I was like, oh, now I want to know what happens. So then throughout the whole Christmas period, I was like watching EastEnders and now I'm basically hooked on. And then I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, then I might as well watch Corrie as well. So my new resolution is I'm going to actually watch soap operas rather than just watching them on YouTube.
1: Wait, I kind of love that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, It's weird because I've always been like, oh yeah, Cory, Cory, Cory!" like, because those, obviously it's Manchester, so I'm always going to, like, root for it and stuff, but having now watched EastEnders and Corey simultaneously, like, at the same time, in my opinion, EastEnders at the moment, at least, is definitely so much better.
1: I'm so surprised you said that.
0: No, it is, like, I look at EastEnders, and I know, obviously, I might be a bit biased because it's this massive storyline that's just happened, but also, it's the writing for Coronation Street. Some of it, in my opinion, is just very cringe. Coronation
1: Street sucks at the moment.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm just, I'm watching, because like, I'm watching both of them now, and I'm just like...
1: Because mm. my mum never really watched EastEnders in my life. Maybe went through a little phase of it when I was, like, a teenager. But my mum has always been a big Corrie fan. When it comes on, I just I just leave. That whole plot with the murderer man, the older American man... I
0: saw that, like from afar but it, I've was that it was ridiculous
1: it was it was honestly ridiculous the kind of stance they were pulling off i was just like this this show is finished mate
0: <sighs> but it's also just like the general vibe of it like again i feel bad talking down on it because obviously it's manchester based but it's just the you know the the way the script is written you can tell yeah. they've just kind of thrown in lines they're just like "Ha ha, little joke whereas eastenders at the moment is so much more like okay this is actual drama like things are happening sort of thing like coronation
1: street is kind of feeling like a bit of like a level drama (laughs) presentation at the moment
0: i mean don't get me wrong they both kind of have that vibe but i just think EastEnders is a lot more well executed at the moment yeah
1: but i feel like soaps in the last like 15 years have had that vibe but you can kind of see through them for what they are in terms of they're a bit cringe they're a bit trash they're they're easy watching for the most part you know what i mean whereas cory has that vibe where it's a bit like you guys are trying really hard right now.
0: I just feel like... just I feel like I could learn a thing or two from EastEnders. Yeah. And, and you know I'm the last person that would say that. but
1: Yeah, it's the fact that Carlos is saying this, guy is, yeah. you should really think about it. Because that's serious.
0: <laughs> My late granddad used to call EastEnders squabblers because they'd just be fighting all the time.
1: Yeah, I don't even... He's quite on the money with that. Yeah. Oh, I do have other ones. You know, okay, so I haven't... You know, have you sent it to everyone who's doing, like, 2024 20, ins and outs? Yeah. I'll prepare a list for next time. I'll I'll, pre- I'll actually formally make a list. <sighs> right. Um, but I, I'm i enjoying those because I think what's in is not caring. This is the year of nonchalance, but not in the way of, like, people that you actually care about. Because this... if Especially if you're, like, single... Don't be nonchalant. Just love, you know? Right,
0: so this is the year of single people being nonchalant and non-single people no, not stepping nonchalant. up. No,
1: not being nonchalant. No, not being nonchalant because I'm sick of all my single friends and me, <laughs> all my single friends, having stories of like, oh no, will he text back? Oh no. And then he texts back and then after like 18 hours and they reply in two minutes like this isn't we're not playing games this year but also just like not caring about what other people think like if you want to like start that podcast start it if you want no like, simran what the hell what are it? you saying Stop. you know the podcast no. thing yeah I just, like, can we cut that out actually no. can we no. cut that out
0: no that is getting clipped and taking the mickey off. wait why <laughs> no no
1: because i take it back i take it back i take it back i take it back do you know why i take it back do you know why i take it back because i've seen too many people with podcast mics <laughs> chatting rubbish exactly why have you why have you no, just no, no, and no but now that? i'm being a hater no but now i'm being a hater i was trying to be like positive and wholesome Carlos, don't clip that <laughs> Carlos, don't. I'm going to get rinsed. <laughs> but what I mean is, my point is... Carlos, don't f***ing clip that. My point is, we're not caring about other people's opinions Is here, It's just vibes.
0: If you want to start a podcast, please have a very, very long think about whether the world actually needs it. Yeah, but
1: you know you're weird for, like, having such a big opinion on it when you are literally talking into a podcast mic on a podcast right now.
0: Yeah, but i'm sorry do you but think do you we think we were doing
1: podcasts before podcasts were cool um or do you think we got it on it at a good time
0: i think we were on the cusp of it if i'm being honest because it was during lockdown that it really kicked off so
1: but also i
0: think there's a very big difference because when i'm talking about these type of podcasts i'm talking about the type that i just like well body count you know what i mean that kind of vibe no one needs to know that keep it to yourself
1: my point is i'm gonna make a 2024 <laughs> ins and outs for next year the people are saying skinny jeans are coming back and i really hope they're not <laughs> i yeah, really no, really you. hope they're not you
0: know what i was looking at actually actually on cory um what's her name sarah was wearing this kind of like crop top and okay. um, track suit and i was like why okay. don't, why don't guys get to wear that you do like, but I've never seen it. Like, no one I, says you can't. It, I know they don't say you can't, but it's a lot harder to find. you know what I mean? Like, I, I just think the way that, like, you're able to kind of wear the um, trousers, like, above your belly button and then this and then this bit is exposed. Oh, like, I see. Yeah. I want that.
1: In positive news on that, you know how girls' gym clothes have, like, the thumb holes? So it comes up to, like, that bit of your hand and then you have the thumb bit. No, but okay you do you do you do know
0: Uh, now that you said that okay yeah but yeah i didn't
1: know that and i always thought like why is that why is that reserved for girls like why why can't boys have that right in like men in male gym clothing you never the your, it cuts off here at the wrist obviously like a normal top but we all get the thumb hole thing the thumb hole thing's great i feel like lara croft like i feel like Mm. i feel cool um i saw a gym top for men with thumb holes and i was like that's great so maybe in ten years you'll get your crop top. <laughs> I think that as well.
0: Like I kind of look at like um the way that women's like swimwear and stuff is as well. And I'm just kind of like, I feel like it could be so much more interesting for men and it just isn't. You know what I mean?
1: I suppose society dictates that you've got less to have to cover up than we do.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which is a whole other thing that I shouldn't be like complaining about necessarily, but like yeah.
1: And yet another case of a man hating the patriarchy that yeah. they created. Yeah. Oh, I Yeah, you single handedly created it, Carlos. Right. I you tell know, you, watch? I watched the Barbie movie for the first time. <laughs> oh, thoughts? How many times
0: I cried? None? Three. Goodness
1: They <laughs> had all the Barbies in Barbie Land doing all the all the jobs. like There was like women and they were like landscaping and stuff. And I was like. You know, girls can do anything, and then at the end, when they when they restored it all, and the men realize that like they created patriarchy and that's bad.
0: You're like six months late. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um. Fun fact: Do you know Midge in Barbie? You know the ginger kind one, of, the the yeah. the The background one. Then was like, oh, that's Midge.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: They they <laughs> directed Saltburn. it's a small world it's a small world
1: (laughs) i'm not happy about that fact
0: right before we get on to the final part of today's episode in which i'll be chatting to freezy about his new single
1: flying out big up yes birthday twin Oh my god. Yeah. I forget that every year and every year yeah. I get a message and I'm like, oh yeah, we have the same birthday.
0: Maybe you should do the initiative this year, Simran. Remind me.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, um just wanted to make sure it might be a new year, new beginnings and all that, but um what's going on in Palestine is still going on. Death tolls has now surpassed um, twenty two thousand in Gaza alone. Um, Obviously, there have now been drone strikes in Lebanon as well, um, supposedly killing a Hamas deputy, but obviously you've then got the fact that A, why is um, Israel allowed to take drone strikes out on Lebanon, and B, how are they able to so accurately execute a member of Hamas um, in Lebanon, Yeah, in Palestine, they're blowing everything to the ground, questions to be raised there but anyway i just want to make sure that people are still um staying um informed um not forgetting about this this isn't like a phase it's still going on what was going on in like october november at the peak of when everyone was actually involved involved and learning about it that is still going on so yeah please um stay informed and find out what you can do to help and now a message from Simran.
1: Don't compare yourself to people. I think it's very easy. I was watching people's like 2023 like recap, like TikToks, and I was like, oh, my 2023 wasn't that fun, or like I didn't travel as much as that person, or whatever. Chill out. It's everyone's highlight reel. Any, they're not going to show the low moments they're not going to show the behind the scenes they're just going to show the happy fun times and january is a hard month for a lot of people so look after yourself get some self-care in don't push yourself too hard at work i'm not i'm not i'm actually not i actually took my advice carlos we
0: will see. we'll do check-ins
1: yeah check-in with me the first week of feb um but yeah just look after yourself and happy new year and great vibes to everybody
0: sweet See you on the flip side. (laughs) Yes, guys, what's good? You're tuned into Mango Masala, Pi Radio South Asian show. My name's Gerns. I am here with Freezy. Hey, man. It's nice to have you back. We're just saying it's it's been summer 2021 since you were last here, so... Some things have changed, some
2: things haven't changed. Yeah, it's been two and a half, three years almost.
0: Yeah. Don't do, that. <laughs> Don't do
2: that, it blew my mind the other but, day. I was man. thinking, Covid was four years ago, like, yeah, whole time of life.
0: Yeah, you know what it is, it's because this year is a um, leap year as well. So, it's the fact that we've got like, Another and obviously, day. that yeah, and, and the fact that that was it, like it was that time, end of February, and everything started kicking off. So, it's like, wow, it really has been that long since Crazy. we had all of that. But
2: yeah, how have you been? I've been good, man. I've been, I've been on a journey these past few years. You yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been through a lot of different stuff, a lot of changes. But yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good, man. What about yourself? Yeah, no, I've been good. I've got, got married. Oh, yeah, so Congratulations, <laughs> Thank man. Thank you.
0: No, it's weird, like, we said, like, because we were thinking about mango masala, how obviously started off with this, and um, I was with my partner as a girlfriend, then got engaged, now married. So, yeah, it's,
2: yeah, we'd love to see it, man. Yeah. Goals, goals. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. it's goals, yeah. No, but now it's like literally, okay, what next?
2: Yeah, it's like yeah. that
0: level of life where it's like, okay actually adult now i bet but. you have
2: all the aunties at every single family function asking you a million questions
0: <laughs> yeah well yeah especially the wedding as well yeah. it's
2: like literally we're trying to focus on getting married <laughs> like can you just give us a
0: second but um focusing on your life you graduated congratulations thank you,
2: thank you. it was a it was a long long process but we got yeah
0: there. even that in itself is weird as well because um you and joash obviously w- were one of the first people that um I interviewed like at the start of the show, and I don't remember back then you had only just um, like started your degree. I think yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was like weird. Now you I graduated we, like
2: because I dropped B mine. Yeah, January twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's what I was around for, that yeah. kind of time, and that yeah. was I was like halfway through first year. Yeah, which is crazy, but that was the first time we um we did like the the Zoom interview and that. When it yeah, was, yeah, because we, we
0: acted, didn't we? Like, yeah. it's weird, but. Now it's so, it's again so weird the fact that that was like one of the first interviews and now here we are like, this is like our technically fourth year of Manga Masala as well. Yeah.
2: That's so, a big achievement man, you guys yeah. have been smashing it throughout uh, the last four well, years. Thank you and
0: likewise it's been nice to see you like obviously continue with your music and seeing like what journey that's taken as well. Yeah. But, on that note, obviously the past year has been relatively quiet for yourself, so what, what's what been going on, Like, what have you been up to?
2: Yeah, so I took a hiatus for the last year, um, a lot of reasons why, but the, the main reason for the last year being I was in my third year of uni, um, obviously you only get to do a, a an undergraduate degree once, I wanted to make sure that I gave it everything I had. Um, obviously, I feel like the type of person that I am as well, I usually take on... Too much of a workload, so I found it hard to divide my time between all of my commitments. So I thought, you know what, for this third and final year, for the, for the next few months, let me just drop everything else off my plate, just focus on getting this degree done. Then we'll, we'll see where I'm at after that. Um, got to the point, finished uni, um, summer just gone. I'd, yeah, I just felt like I needed more time before I could really get back to to this. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. in that time, I've been making a lot of music. Um, just trying to get everything ready as well, because um, I feel like one of my one of my defects that I had before taking a break was that I would release a song, and then that was it. Mm. I'd, I'd you know we'd have a few interviews, we would get you know a few radio plays, do a couple of shows, but that was it, and then I'd have to go to the studio again and make another song. After that, I wouldn't have a big stack of music that was just ready. Yeah, I had music that I've been making because I'm always making music, but it wasn't music that I felt like I could put out. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So. I felt I felt like if I'm gonna come back and, you know, give this my all again, I'm gonna have to make sure that I do it strategically. I have, you know, songs that are ready there and we can just start being consistent. For sure. No, and why was it now then? Like obviously you said you've been work making sure everything's like ready to
0: go. But what was it like, okay, New Year, let's start off on a bang, like like the
2: idea behind it? Yeah, I mean, yes and no. I feel like it's only now where I feel like I'm in a good place in terms of making music because again, even the style of music that I was making before was slightly different you know it was very sample heavy and it was more like in the moment kind of thing obviously we saw other artists like Caps D8 and you know even Joash was doing the same thing as well that waves kind of died down a little bit now so again it was just about finding your own kind of sound because it's like okay this like this hype is gone now this isn't anything anymore you know Mm -hmm. where do I go from here so it took a while to just figure out you know what my sound was What the kind of music That I want to make was And then once I found out Was just making It in bulk really Um And yeah I guess It was like The last half of the year The last part of the year About three or four months ago I was like okay I need to think of Songs I want to release now Yeah I made that list And then I was like okay The time that it would take From now to then You know what We may as well just Start in a new year So I didn't want to go One year without Having a song On my discography Which mm. is why I released Flying out on the 29th of December Fair enough It's because it would count as 2023 Because (laughs) I've been making music I think 2017 was my first release Mm. And even though it was very inconsistent For the first few years I didn't miss a year So I was like I don't want to miss a year again Yeah Um but yeah, I guess you could say New Year, New Me. Yeah. That kind of stuff all. <laughs> no, but I mean, even though, I suppose you did like that um, collaboration
0: in the middle of summer, didn't you? Yeah. Like, I suppose you wanted like something purely yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. There. Again, yeah.
2: That, that, that collab was, I was in a man's space where I was like, okay, I'm done with uni now. Let's get back on it. But I wasn't prepared. So at that point, obviously, Big Up LC, he's my guy. Um, we had that song that we had shelved for a while. Um hit me up and he was like yo what's going on with this song and i was like bro if you want to just drop it just drop it in it like just drop it hmm. but obviously i had a think and i was like i'm not in the right mind space to come back to all of this yet so you can drop it if you want but i won't be following that up with a solo release for a while um and yeah
0: yeah right no but it's good that obviously this is like kick-starting now like the like you said you've got a stack of music ready so mm. it's kickstarting like more consistent releases and um, but focusing purely on flying out what was the inspiration behind that because obviously it's talking about going traveling yeah. um, just enjoying yourself like was that based on your own experiences or was it based on manifesting actually being able to do manifesting. that <laughs> that's, that's the
2: thing see I feel like with music there's two types there's realism and then there's escapism So for flying out, bro, I woke up one day before uni, I opened my window, opened my curtains, looked at, like, the rain in in Greater Manchester, and I was like, you know what? I really don't want to be here right now. (laughs) I really wish I could just get on a plane and just go somewhere that isn't here. And, you know, I had, like, three hours before I had to leave for uni, fired up my laptop, loaded up a beat, and I was like, yeah, so tonight night we're flying, you know what I mean? And just kind of got that idea from it. Um, But it's mad, because when I made that song, initially, I hadn't actually been on a holiday, ever I've been on a plane to go back home but I hadn't actually been on like a holiday where you go to a new country and explore yeah. new things so again a big part of like the break that I had last year was kind of just reflecting on what my life experiences and trying to you know, find myself and find new things. So I ended up going on holiday a couple of times, seeing the world, traveling. So yeah, I guess I did, I did kind of manifest it in a way. Right. Yeah, I'd be um, panicking
0: then because I was like, okay, I'm going to ask you a lot of questions about traveling <laughs> later. And then you're like, I've never traveled before. But okay, I suppose we'll focus on like what you've been up to this year in terms of these like couple of holidays yeah, yeah. that you've done. Because I was like, the, um, Visuals are on social media as well. <laughs> surely you've been next to a plane, so surely that's like imagine somewhere. Imagine it was all just clickbait. <laughs> um, yeah, what? What? Where are all those visuals? Because is it from a number of different trips? Yeah.
2: So, again, when I when I, I had this song, I, I, I've been sat on this song since 2022, I think, um, and I was debating what to do visually with it. I was thinking, okay, I could do all, I could go all out and do a mad music video, but I was like. Okay, what would that be? So I was thinking, okay, cool, I could fly out somewhere, me, model, camera crew, pay for like business class seats, and make it look really cool. But that would just be selling a story that isn't real. So I was like, okay, instead of that, let me use real clips from my holidays that I've been to. So last year I went to Dubai. I did go back home to Pakistan as well. I went to Barcelona as well. Um, yeah. So the visuals that you see, they're just they're just little. It's like it's like a homemade video kind of thing in it. Like I, I made them. Yeah. Um, I just put like little clips that yeah. I, I've had. Um, from a holiday together.
0: But like you said, in some ways it makes it like so much more authentic because you know that that is literally... Yeah, that's the thing. That's what you're singing about. I
2: wanted to to make something as well visually that people could see and resonate with because I feel like again on social media we're we're so like everything's a lie let's be honest it is Mm. and I didn't want to contribute to that by you know having a visual of me sitting in some like 10 grand seat that I know I can't afford do you know what I mean and making you feel bad making you feel bad as a viewer for watching (laughs) it and and booking a flight in economy do you know what I mean so I thought you know what let me just keep it simple keep it realistic where have I been what have I got from, from that and let's just you know share that and Again, people can resonate with it. They 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 might have gone to Dubai. They might have seen the Burj. They might have gone. Oh yeah, I was stood there. You know, whatever it is. So it's more of a yeah. It's more it's more realistic, I think. Yeah. And 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 natural. No,
0: trust me like, on the whole, like um, economy vs um, premier seats thing. Like, obviously, yeah, I got married. I've been on my honeymoon, and even then, that was like the one time where I was like, okay, maybe I'll end up getting like. Business class or premier seats. And yeah. even then, I didn't just because the, the prices are just so ridiculous. It's crazy. I was, I was
2: looking at upgrading my seats when I went on holiday, and um, I managed to get a really good deal on my flights. But if I wanted to upgrade it, bro, there, mm. there's just, you know, when you make a financial decision and you, you before you click it, you just think, there's no way I can justify this. Yeah. That, it was one of them, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to affirm it. Oh will go economy it is what it is. Yeah. You know I mean,
0: it depends where you're going as well, because some places um, that I found out, like since I've gone this year, the flights are already like so much better than mm. other flights so 100%. like being in economy actually isn't that bad 100 but you know what's really driven me mad like it was i think i was watching like home alone over the christmas break and i think it's in the second one where the family go on holiday i was just looking at all the plane seats and planes used to be so much better Not for real. like the, the seats used to be so massive
2: everyone used to be like have like even in economy like yeah
0: capitalism
2: it's crazy <laughs> you know what though i got a big up emirates because emirates economy is actually crazy bro exactly like yeah again i've only ever so the only airlines i've ever been on before that were pia to go back home and um you know like easy and all them like Ryanairs and this that and the other but like on the a380 with emirates bro like you've got yeah. a lot of room on there exactly you know what I mean?
0: yeah this is the thing because like um Again, this this is not a
2: sponsored stuff. I mean, based Emirates on if you want to sponsor me, listen, I'm sure we could we could figure something out. You know what I'm saying? I'd yeah, be ha- happy new, to <laughs> But in um, that bag, 2024. Yeah,
0: no, because uh, when I was on honeymoon, like some of their flights were Emirates as well, and those are the ones I'm talking about. Where even economy, like you've got like the um, like little TVs, mm. like they have so many options and everything. The like, leg
2: space is just, like yeah. generous as well. To be fair. Even, like, the concept
0: of um, double-decker planes, I'd never seen that before. Yeah, it's crazy, saw one it? like, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's what flying out is really about. <laughs> it's about <laughs> manifesting going on Emirates. Yeah, what's reception to the track been like so far? Because, obviously, again, you've dropped this at a time when a lot of people want to be going to somewhere a bit more sunny yeah. as well because um, it's the weather's not great. I mean, it's gone cold again now, hasn't it? It's like, freezing. Yeah.
2: Absolutely freezing, yeah. The reception's been really good, man. Um, initially, I wasn't sure whether to drop this on now or not. Um, I performed it at Wembley Mellor last year. Um, oh, yeah, that's another thing. I went on a hiatus, but I performed two shows. Don't ask me how that makes sense, it just does. Um, Uh. yeah, and, and that was a that was like out of all of the songs that I performed, that being an unreleased one and me emphasizing it's unreleased, like people were like begging for it, bro. So I was like, okay, cool. When I come back, I'll make sure I drop this. And I thought, you know what, I could either wait till summer or I could drop it now. And I thought, okay, maybe because it is that cold in the UK, I can drop it now and, and people will like it even more because they can't fly out right now. And they'll wish... Yeah. They'll they 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 take it in from the perspective that I made it of, which was, you know, like I said, opening your curtains, seeing rain and thinking, I don't want to be a So. Yeah man, I think that, that kinda of worked in my favour a little bit. People have been liking it and that's yeah, you know, I mean that's what matters.
0: Well for sure. January blues is such a real thing. I've yeah. been feeling it especially. Shit. I don't know what it is. Just I've been finding it I think because of the lack of routine over the Christmas break as well, and then it's like you kinda of come back to everything and yeah, we find it really hard to get into it. So I'm with you manifesting my bank accounts as otherwise, but <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Um what's the rest of twenty twenty four got? Um, in store then obviously you said you've got music ready to release how often are we thinking in terms of dropping
2: tracks yeah man so ideally i want to i want to be dropping every six weeks um i've scheduled that in right now six to twelve weeks we're gonna say um i've scheduled that in right now obviously things could subject to change you know i mean we're humans going through on on a big floaty rock so you don't know what's gonna happen but um yeah man i think I have a lot more belief and trust in myself now. I know I've got a clearer mindset of what I want to do and how I want to do it. So, yeah, man, just things to look forward to. Just a lot more more music coming, um, a lot more authentic music coming as well, um, and stuff that I've just put a lot of thought and effort behind. So I'm just hoping that the the world would appreciate my art.
0: Yeah, definitely, I'm looking forward to it. And are you thinking more, like, focusing on yourself, solo releases, any collaborations in the works? Or?
2: Yeah, I've got one or two collabs that are there that, that have been shelved for a while. Um, hopefully they make an appearance this year. Um, they might be in the plans, they might not be in the plans. Um, but, yeah, man, I think, first and foremost, I just kind of need to solidify my solo sound a bit more, like I was saying, Um about finding that sound i feel like i need to just share that with the world a bit more um but yeah definitely there's some collabs coming no
0: nice and i think the thing that's nice as well is i know you're saying about solidifying your sound but it's the fact that even before when you were talking about oh this kind of hype of like sampling is dying out so i need to kind of like go into a different lane but it's like having obviously listened to your music for the past three or so years um I'd say that your sound has like there is isn't definitely an element there that is like the freezy sound, like yeah, the whole yeah. like singing with like the, the plugins and stuff like that. That yeah, is yeah. like kind of your niche area. So it's nice to I see agree. that that's like stayed consistent, and it's not you've come back twenty twenty four and be like, right, I'm just gonna like completely change yeah. everything. Yeah. I think
2: another thing is always like um. Obviously, I, I started by just rapping, so no melody whatsoever, and that's something that I've, I've developed over the years. Um, incorporating melody into it was a newish thing. Um, well, it's not new anymore. It's like three or four years old now. But, yeah, I think um, it's it's hard to find a balance sometimes when you do stuff like that, because you will have an audience that will like your singing and you'll have an audience that like your rapping. So when you put both of them together, sometimes... There can be a bit of like you know some people might not like one song more than the other because it hasn't got that. But I feel like going forward, again, it's just finding the right blend of everything to to make myself happy and and make everyone listening happy as well. So for
0: sure, yeah, you feeling that way as well about um Obviously, like Asian influence as well, because obviously that track there, listening to it, um sound wise sounds very much like you'd expect it to come from a western artist say but then obviously you got the Punjabi in there as well like is that just uh, I think we asked you last time is it still the case that you're just kind of putting that in whenever it feels natural but it's not forced in any way it doesn't need to be
2: there yeah 100% I feel like again my mission is to just make fusion music to fuse you know everything that I've grown up around and with so i feel like the best way of doing that you don't have to drop like a bollywood sample in every song bro you don't have to drop you don't even necessarily have to drop you know a whole 16 bar in punjabi you just have to whatever feels right and you can justify it with yourself go ahead and do that so yeah that's that's definitely more more sort of punjabi lines in rather than samples for now sure um, but yeah sweet <laughs> Um, so, like I said, I've
0: got a bit of q and A Q&A for you in regards to travelling because cool. I thought, obviously, flying out, travelling, we're all manifesting going, and thankfully you have been on holiday now.
2: So, like, this would have been awkward,
0: isn't isn't it? Old to be like, right, let me do the quiz instead. Um, right, It'll be me
2: interviewing you. I know. Well, you
0: can do that if you want. Could do that. <laughs> Freelance um, radio presenter. Exactly. Well, go for him. You're on the mic already. <laughs> right. So. What is the favourite place that you've been to on holiday?
2: Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. Reason? It's just lit, bro. Like, it's it's a really nice place. It's You should have asked me this question when I came back because I wouldn't shut up about it for weeks. It's literally <laughs> how a country should be. Like, it's so safe. It's so clean. It's People have an, uh, an opinion that it's so expensive. It's not expensive. You can go there and spend a lot of money, but you can also go there and within your, your means and have a good time. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think all around... 10 out of 10, it's
0: great. Yeah. So, do, I'm a, do you say you went there for the first time this like
2: past year? Yeah, yeah, same. Whereabouts did you go? Um, I stayed in Al Jadaf, um, which is I can't remember whereabouts it is now. Um, but when? Oh, when? Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like where did I yeah, go? Sir. My bad. Um, I went in September, October. Okay, yeah, that's probably a bit better. I went
0: in, um, beginning of July. So it's like, you're very hot. Yeah, you probably had a very different (laughs) experience to me though. To be fair, it was
2: still 41 degrees when I was there. Yeah,
0: no, it was extremely hot, but I'd always like kind of seen Dubai as like this place that all the rich people just go to, like whenever they want to go on holiday. And having actually been there, because the reason we went there was it was on the way back from the honeymoon, so we're like, okay, never been before. Let's Mm. just go on the way back.
2: Where was your honeymoon, by the way? Um,
0: Went to... Mauritius and Seychelles. Ooh. Yeah, so it's nice. And then on the way back to stopped in Dubai for five days. So Nice. Yeah. We'll see when it happens again. <laughs> My wife is already like, oh, we need to do like something like that again for our five year anniversary. I'm like, even that might be too soon. <laughs> Money wise, like literally just savings gone, but yeah, oh, it was. That, it was really Plus nice. living is crazy as well. Yeah, but we won't get into that. Yeah, that's positive flying out, nice. <laughs> but um, no, it, I I got it when I went there. I was like, okay, actually, I don't feel like I'm like judging all the rich people whenever yeah, they go to yeah. Dubai. Like I understand that, why you want to go here. Like it, it's just, it's guaranteed sun as well. It's, like, yeah, it's yeah. really
2: it's banging sun. Yeah, it wasn't it, even in the night time. Like it was cool, mm. but it wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. It was just it was a nice. Yeah, you know, nice break from the, the beam and song.
0: The only thing I have heard though is that, like, obviously the whole thing is kind of like man made, and I know that some of the structures on the water are supposedly sinking, so I think I have but, heard, yeah, I've also heard stuff <laughs> like that.
2: Um, yeah, I don't know, we'll just wait and see. <laughs> just enjoy there, enjoy we'll the see. moment, yeah. <laughs> see what happens. Take a, fo- a few pictures, and then, yeah, you know, I mean, look back on it in 50 years' time when it's song, and just be like, oh, I went there, yeah, claim to fame, yeah. yeah, right, so let's focus now on places that you haven't been
0: so what's the number one place on your wish list that you would really like to go to Doha okay
2: so Doha. I imagine similar kind of vibe similar there. kind of vibe my dad actually grew up in Doha okay so growing up I've I've constantly heard good things about it obviously it's mm. changed a lot since 30 years ago when he was there yeah um, but even then it, it seems like a place like Dubai however it's a lot more chill it's not as busy yeah there's still just as many things to do if not more yeah. yeah. I feel like um since the World Cup as
0: well, a lot of people have like been saying Definitely, good things. Yeah. Like it's gained a lot of like positive tourist attractions mm. since then.
2: I'd have a Doha or like Santorini. Okay,
0: yeah. That's that's a bit more like close to home I yeah, suppose. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well it
2: depends what for what purpose. Do you know what I mean? If I'm just going to chill and like unwind and relax and that then yeah, one of them two places. If I'm going for like a historical thing, mm. probably somewhere like Turkey or like Italy, somewhere like that. Yeah.
0: Still places that you get some though. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course.
2: You won't catch me in, like, Norway, you know, Greenland, Iceland, all of them places. That's too cold.
0: Fair enough. Um, so I think you've already answered this before, but favourite flight that you've been on? Again, not yeah, sponsored. Not but... sponsored.
2: Emirates, not sponsored. Yeah. Tell me. Um, yeah, it'll have to be them, man. The, the hospitality was great. Yeah, that no, um, makes sense. Yeah. Um, what about favourite airport? Some of them are really nice. Ooh. The Bay Airport was very nice, mm. it was very nice, it was a bit too big, you know, if you're mm. connecting a flight from there, you will yeah. get your steps in for the day, you can rest assured, you know what I mean? You um, have to get
0: like a train thing, that I don't realise, it's almost like a subway, yeah. yeah.
2: For the different terminals, you do have to take a train, um, but even if you're in one air, one terminal and you're connecting a flight or whatever, you have to like, if your next flight is on the other side of the, the terminal, bro, you're good luck, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to jog.
0: Nah. Um personally, I would recommend if you ever get a chance to go um Vancouver in Canada. that okay. airport is really nice like just very like like authentic to like the um people the um Aboriginal people from that land like' got like, waterfalls and stuff yeah, like it's yeah, really yeah. cool um final question then if you could live anywhere else, where would it be uh
2: I'd probably say Doha. Even though I haven't been, from yeah, so what my dad stuff, says, yeah, like you know, and plus like the, the in a lot of these Middle Eastern countries, obviously not all of them, but more of like the developing touristy, you know, ones, um, like the type of living over there is so much better, mm. to quality of life. So yeah, probably probably one of them. for Sure. Well, or manifesting
0: or whatever. I'm manifesting you at least getting to go there then. Yeah um thanks so much for joining me today no a pleasure, It's a pleasure as always um obviously flying out is now for anyone that wants to go and listen to it um but in terms of future music where can they find you
2: yes yeah, so my sp- i go by the name of freezy f r you can find me on spotify under that name um follow on my instagram freezy.music um to stay up to date with all the new releases and anything else we have coming sweet well, thanks so much again for joining us. It's been Thank great you to kickstart twenty twenty four with yourself. I'm I'm honored to be the first and, guest of the
0: year. Nah, and hopefully we we'll see you again like, later in the year, like hopefully. be able to like reflect on like what the first year of like consistent like releases has been like. No, definitely. To man. It. Sweet. Right, we'll see you next time, people. Bye.